we are live again live-ish again i feel like it's been a really long time since we've sat at this table i forgot how small it is how much space there is in between me and the wall it's like an inch i forgot for our uh non-american listeners that's about what three centimeters 2.5 it's about three you end up but honestly it's been a long time since we've been at this table at least a week it's it's really sad did you miss us i mean you had us last week but you didn't really have us you had us sort of you didn't we didn't talk about murder not really mm, well a lot of people died in that story like a lot yeah but you didn't go into the detail yeah that you would necessarily in, in one of these stories mm-hmm. did you miss the Knights of the square table situation we have going on here. That's fine. Is what it is for now. Yeah, but did you miss the mic? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I'm glad we're back. But things were crazy. And it was the 4th of July. And... And? We were out of town. <laughs> we were out of town. We were... The fourth, we were on all sorts of different things. And I'm a crazy nutcase at my new job. I wanted to work half a day today, and that's just not possible, which is fine. But we had a lot going on, and now we're back, and we're here to stay. And I'm trying to convince Alex to have a meeting where we can even hone in more on our craft. Well, I need convincing. I know. I'm just... I'm like, ever since my new job, all I do is think about meetings and the big picture. How have you been? Not great. Ill. Your stomach is upset. Alex... Nature Valley has poisoned me once again. Alex has an aversion to Nature Valley products. So we will never be sponsored by Nature Valley. Because you'll just... Be in the bathroom all day. Yep. TMI, maybe, but it's a weird thing that you can't eat Nature Valley products. I think the regular granola bars are fine. I haven't had one of those in a while. I think you're just safer steering away. No, they're because when I was doing that study at Cornell, they would give us like a nut bar that was by Nature Valley. It wasn't one of the regular like green ones. It was like whole nuts and like chopped peanuts and stuff is my nature valley yeah and it was held together with i don't know like sugar or whatever like what i have sure i have that caramel one with the sugar on the bottom sure I whatever i'm fine i was fine with that but any of their fancier stuff with, with butters in it i think is what the problem is hmm it's weird i'm sorry for your loss you'll get over it soon just don't eat anymore Give them to somebody else. Bring them to work. Make some friends. People love it when you bring food. Places. Fun fact, and also definitely TMI. Oh, boy. Pepto-Bismol. Oh, boy. Changes the color. Oh, God. Alex. To pink? Black. Ew. Uh, you know, sure you don't have blood in there? You know this. Ugh. Ugh. You got, you got that scare once. It's like when you eat beets. You're like, oh my god, I'm peeing blood. Ew, okay. We gotta move on. We're losing people. Are, the, are we, though? Because, like, 
Yeah, is it, re- is it really losing people? Because we talk about much worse things than like... Bathroom topics? Yeah. I'm pretty sure some of our murders have had bathroom topics. Yeah, yours had feces in it once. Yeah. Wolfman of London. Uh, yeah, and people weren't crazy about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What else is new in the last two weeks? Doing a 5K on Sunday. Yeah, we're going to get Again. pelted with powder, color powder. I'm very excited. Yeah. We're like... Our pores are just going to be all different colors. We're going to sweat rainbows. Mm, I'm sure that would do wonders for my skin. Your skin? I'm the one with sensitive skin. I'll probably blow up in hives. I got a... Whatever the... the not the... the not like it's not super oily and it's not super dry combination yeah i got that one if there are any listeners in the binghamton area that's where our race is gonna be and if you have any suggestions on like food we should get or breweries or wineries or distilleries or anything we should do while we're we're in binghamton i really haven't done much there galaxy's there please email us at sadtalespodcast at gmail.com so that we can do it go explore binghamton a little bit because we're gonna be up there we might as well look around we can go see april april the giraffe yeah oh god no i'm good that's all right yeah uh, galaxy brewing is in binghamton oh is that the one that makes like um, andromeda yeah yeah just let us know what you think please let us know let us know (laughs) that sounds like let it snow which is, you know, pretty pretty Synony- much how it goes. Synonymous. Um, yeah. I feel like there's something else. Other things that have happened, but I can't remember. You got a face tattoo? No. No, not this time. I spent a long time cleaning a leak at work yesterday. That was really fun. Loved it. Hold on while I take your picture for Instagram. How long was it? It was like a a foot long leak. Where are you looking? Mm. You're looking like back here. Great. Listeners, just listen to our photo shoot. No. You probably won't hear any of this. Oh, okay. Otherwise, it'll just be like a couple seconds of or like a minute of dead air. You'll find out if you hear this or not. Yep. Cool. What are you drinking, by the way? I don't know. So this is a coffee IPA. It doesn't taste a lot like coffee. Coffee IPA? It's got peacock feathers on it. From Peekskill Brewery. Peekskill? Peekskill. Peekskill. P-E-E-K. Peekskill, New York. Where is that, I wonder? So you don't love it? It's fine. It could be better. It could be worse. Yep. What are you drinking? I'm drinking... The ginger cider brought to you by Nine Pin Cidery. It's it's. I think you kind of uh, ruined it by stirring it a whole lot with ice, but it's good. Um, it's pretty gingery, which is cool. I was gonna be. I was gonna get a rosé one, but that could have gone either way. Either sweeters. Yeah, or- I've like had one. I had that one rosé cider that I poured down the drain. And then I had the one that we had in New York City by Shaxburg, I think. I can't remember. But that one was really good. So it's like, 
Yeah. Well, listeners, we don't remember who's supposed to go first. No. It's been a while. Been a while since I did it. Um, so I think I will just go first. Go for it. Also, before we start, this is episode 18, so you know what that means? No. Old enough to bang. This is staying in. That's where we went. Yep. Next week, I have to get a special bottle of wine because we will have done 19 crimes. Well, we've already done more than 19 crimes, but... You personally. Yeah. I'm so, 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 so ready to hear what you have to say. That's like the first time anyone's ever said that to me. Yeah, it might be the last, but I don't know. Go with it. Just go with it. So this one's going to be a little bit of a throwback also. Oh. Mine was connected. One of those, my last ones was connected, kind of. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. It'll It'll be very apparent when it does connect, but we'll see if you remember the name. Uh, Chevy Kehoe, born January 29th, 1973, to Kirby and Gloria Kehoe in Florida. Mm. He would ultimately be the oldest of eight children. Eight? Eight. Jesus Christ. And Wait, when was this? He was born in 73. He was the oldest. Trojan existed. Lifestyles existed. There are all sorts of ways to prevent eight kids from happening. Yeah, but if you're a good, like, Catholic... Man and woman. That's disgusting. Eight um, is eight too many. And it's Chevy spelled C-H-E-V-I-E. Oh. Was this a male or a female? It's a male. Oh. And he was named for? Chevy Chase. No. Chevrolet. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He was named for his father's favorite car manufacturer. I knew someone in college whose name was Shelby. I mean, I'm assuming her name is still Shelby, but she was named after a Shelby Mustang. Good car. Sure, but don't name your kid after a car. Um, Kirby, the, uh, Chevy's father, served during Nam, but at the time when he isn't was... that a car too? Oh, it's Herbie. Sorry, love bug. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Continue. Uh, Kirby served during Nam, but when Chevy was born, he was working as an auto mechanic. He had returned from Nam with a skin rash that ended up being a rare form of skin cancer that he blamed on his exposure to Agent Orange. I was going to say Agent Orange. Which is just a defoliant that the U.S. used in Vietnam. And then other repercussions happened because of that. Are you explaining what Agent Orange is to me? Yeah. Well, to anyone. Oh. What's defoliant mean? Sounds like exfoliant, but no. Well, I don't know if that's the exact word, but it like kills vegetation. I thought it was as a chemical for people. I thought they, like, bombed it for people. Like, My understanding of it was that, like, they would drop it in, like, jungle, so it would kill off, like, the vegetation there, so they'd be able to see. You know way more than I do. I could be all, this all is coming out of my ass, though. Who knows? No, you you were, the last in, thing I th- you were in junior ROTC. You know what's up. Yeah, uh, what is, years now, that was uh, eight years ago. You were, you, you were basically in the Navy. In the Navy. Um, shortly after Chevy was born, his family moved to North Carolina. North Kakalaki? Yep. Um, suspiciously, their house burned quite soon after moving there, and then the family ended up living in a garage without plumbing, insulation, or heat. It's basically where we live now. 
We have, we have heat plumbing. and plumbing. And that's it. Um, I didn't see a year. My bad for not looking at this up. But after living in North Carolina for a little bit, Chevy's younger brother, Chaney, was born. Chaney? C-H-E-Y-N-E. Hmm. I have a weird spelling kid, too. He just he can't spell good? No, no, he doesn't spell weird. His name is spelled weird. Mm. Um, a neighbor recalls having to buy beds for uh, Chevy and Chaney as the boys were sleeping on the floor. Um, about 12 years later, the family moved again to Washington where they were neighbors with... State. Yeah, Washington State, where they were neighbors with our good old guy, Israel Keys. The one and only. Mm-hmm. Um, Chevy entered Colville Junior High School in 1987 where he was an honor student between 9th and 10th grade and growing up he always had aspirations to become an Air Force pilot. Was Keyes the guy that moved all over the place? Yeah. Yeah. And buried like murder Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, geocaching for murderers. Yep. Yeah. I was making sure I had the right guy. Uh, yeah, growing up he had aspirations to become an Air Force pilot. He idolized Tom Cruise from Top Gun. I mean, so do I. I went to the danger zone. Yeah. Um, he had wanted to run track in high school, but his parents refused and he was not allowed to have any friends over because his parents grew pot in the house. Are you sure they're good Catholics having children? This doesn't seem like it. Yeah, but good Catholics lock kids in cages, so. Um, we're losing a lot of Catholic viewers, maybe listeners. Bye, mom. (laughs) Um, sometime during his... That's a weird way to say it, but sometime during when Chaney was in 10th grade, it was kind of just real... What just happened? Real mouth garbage okay? right there. Is it fried day? We call it fried day in the uh, office. office. Yeah. Where your brain is fried. It's also Friday. Um, his parents began to become more and more inclined towards white supremacy leanings. <laughs> oh my gosh. Crazy white supremacist is one of my favorite topics. It's wild. It's just fascinating to me. They're often good Christian people. Well, here's the deal is like, I feel like I could, you know, you, you know, you always think maybe I'm living next to a murderer or maybe there's a murderer in my neighborhood or whatever. You yeah, know, it's like how many houses do you drive by in your lifetime that right. somebody lives in that's killed somebody or something. Right. But I'm like, I could, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of white supremacists in our neighborhood. And, and and it's yeah i i can just like picture people mm. that i knew growing growing up and i'm like yeah i could see that and they're crazy tell me more uh throughout his life chevy was raised on with an anti-government and white supremacy beliefs in his household um he was raised on the christian identity religion uh where it's not a real religion it's just like it sounds made up whites are the chosen race and jewish people are the spawn of satan the jewish idea isn't that a little outdated for this time period also christian people are jewish yeah it's a whole can of worms with jews and christians where you're like but yeah uh The ideals and plans began to form within their family and their friends. Um, They started working on a plan to overthrow the U.S. government. That's a contingency plan. Mm -hmm. Break glass when Trump is elected. No, wait. 
they're white supremacists, so they would like that. Yeah. Why don't we have an overthrow the government plan in place? It's like hurricane plan, tornado plan, fire escape plan, overthrow the government plan. These are like your core four, you know? Core four. Core core. Overthrow the government is one we're lacking. Actually, we don't have any of those plans in place, but... Four core, four core. There's a lot of windows we could get out of if there was a fire. And we're on a first floor because we only have one floor. Mm-hmm. So we're good. Technically, we're on the ground floor then. What? Technically, we're on the ground floor. Yeah. Because the first floor is. Oh. Right? Like, I it depends. It depends, I guess, how you view it. In Spanish, it is like that. Where you could see the Where basement. it's ground floor and then first floor and second floor. Mm-hmm. Um. They wanted to create a new republic where it would be whites only and there was polygamy to rebuild the population. It's going to be a messed up population, but okay. What is that? Yeah, you're going to have inbreeding. Well, if, it, if, it's, if it's limited to their family, yeah, but if it eventually would be a place with white people only and if there's like a thousand or whatever. whatever. Right. Um, 1988. Could they have a name for it? Yes, I read it, read it uh, somewhere I down read it. the Aryan People's Republic. That's lame. I wanted something more exciting than that. Something with a cool acronym, like if, like APR? I can't do it on the spot, but if the acronym was like white, you know, white, Hitler, identity teaching everyone no <laughs> evil every villain is lemons <laughs> i was thinking like um i'll let you i'll let you steal it'll come it. to me wait I, I can't think about it otherwise i'll lose focus on okay. your story so we'll move on um 1988 chevy and his brother were pulled from school and they were homeschooled from then on yeah. Apparently, their mother was not very good at this, and by 15, he was mostly self-taught, and he also told himself that he wasn't going to be going anywhere like in life. That's really sad. Um, he felt intense pressure from his parents to like come around to their way of thinking, but uh, Chevy was able to get a driver's license and social security card despite his parents' disapproval because like the man's going to see, like, I'd be able to keep tabs on you if you have these government. Well, he already had a social security card, but they, like, confiscated it, I guess. So he got a new one. When you're born. Hmm. Oh, wait. Uh, You have to register with the social security. Is it possible if you're not born in a hospital that just nobody knows you're born? Probably. Do you think there are people in the U.S. that nobody knows? Probably. Um, When I keep wanting to say, like, Cheevy, just because it looks like Cheevy. (laughs) Chevre. Uh, Chevy, when he was 17, married a woman named Karina Gum. It's a fun name. Huh. Um, and he would eventually have three kids with her. Just a fun fact. That's just a fact. It wasn't that fun. <laughs> um, and, and at some point he eventually succumbed to his, like, parents' radical way no. of thinking. Oh, I thought he was on his way out with the driver's license and everything. I thought we were going places. No, nope. he was going places. 
Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Literally. He would occasionally go to potlucks at the Ark, which was a Christian identity church that Israel Keys also went to. Because mm-hmm. if you remember that story, I wasn't really sure of what that was at the time. The he, Ark. He went. I'm like he went to the Ark occasionally. Yeah. yeah. It was Christian identity church. Um, eventually he became hardened in the idea of separatism and that the government is not for the people after, uh, ATF raid on a family friend's house. What's ATF? Alcohol, tobacco, and farm firearms agency. Oh, you could just go in and take stuff? If they, like, they suspect you're, like, doing something that breaks Nefarious. alcohol, tobacco, or firearm laws. Yeah. Oh. Why are those lumped together? I don't know. That's also, this is, like, the first site I've ever seen that this guy had like an atf page like i've never seen any other murderer have like a government page basically yeah yeah um yeah so as mentioned he wanted to start a whites only nation calling it the aryan people's republic Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. lame also there's cloudy details on this but on july 9th 1993 when chevy was 20 he married a second woman second woman named Angie Settle or Murray in Idaho. Wait, he was 20? Yeah. And he married the other woman when he was 17 and they had three kids. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, yeah, once I, I said, I said, uh, saw, I said he had three kids with her and one said he had one kid. Interesting. Mentioned just like one kid, but. Well, if they're not declaring themselves or whatever with yeah. the, who knows how many kids. There could be more, there could be less. You were. Mm-hmm. Um, in 1994, the family mur- moved to the Ozarks. Sorry. I need to take that. I can pause. No, no, no. Okay. It's a crank call. Not a crank call. It's probably I'm arrested or my social security has been compromised. Yeah, I, got, or... I, I didn't realize I had one of those voicemails the other day. I was going through clearing voicemails since like March. I got a call saying my social security was compromised. Bummer. And... This is why they don't have social security cards. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the family moved to the Ozarks. You know where the Ozarks are? Yeah, they're in the mid middle area. Missouri. Middle area. Missouri. Isn't it more than one state? I think it's just like, I don't know. I'm basing all my knowledge of the Ozarks on the Netflix show Ozark. <laughs> with Jason Bateman. Is that a primary source? <laughs> they may have maybe filmed there. Um, eventually, the family befriended a gun dealer named William Muller. Um, they did through like gun show circuits that they frequented because you know they're radicals. They got to get guns somehow. So. I was, I was going to say I don't know a whole lot about it, but I've heard that gun shows are like a free for all. Yeah. As they, in, like you don't. You it's don't have, so like, there's illegal. No vetting process. You just like I want this gun. They're like, okay, here's this gun. Give me yeah, money. Yeah, yeah. When I owned a gun. <laughs> When I owned a gun, well, I still do technically, but when I was purchasing a gun, I had to do this whole survey thing on a computer. And wait like a week. No, I got approved right there. But you couldn't get the gun the same day. No, I did. Hmm. It's not supposed to work. So it's like a seven-day waiting period. No, I didn't wait. Or a three-day waiting period. No, I didn't wait. I also didn't want the gun. (laughs) Um, January 1995, Chevy and Daddy Dearest. My notes, I wrote Daddy Dearest. You, why? I don't know. What? His father? Yeah, Chevy and Kirby. I mm. uh, noticed that they were a little strapped for cash, so they decided to rob Rob William Muller. Um, what? Who, That's his, their bro. Yeah, but they knew that he kept a large amount of guns and ammo and cash in his house. So they're like... That's unfair. 
Let's do it. That's wrong. Um, so they did that. They robbed him. And then they moved back to Washington. Um, and they did this. It was like the notes that I was reading didn't make really much sense. They said they moved back to Washington um, through ways of like Christian identity, uh, Christian identity town in Oklahoma. I don't know. Like they get like smuggled out or something. I'm not really sure. <laughs> it's the Underground Railroad for crazy white people. Yeah. But apparently there is a Christian identity town in Oklahoma. Ew. Um, there, Chevy met a ex-con named Farron Lovelance. What a weird name. Um, in June 1995, Chevy and Lovelance kidnapped and robbed Jill, Jill and Malcolm Friedman, who um, Chevy believed to be Jewish. <laughs> the couple had owned a store that Chevy had worked at briefly, and then he forced them to drive to Spokane where they were set free. I'm just dripping all over my computer. Yeah, I thought you would. <laughs> this is a poor design. On. You want insulate. You want an insulated Boston shaker. Sorry, continue. Yeah, he. So he believed that Jill and Malcolm Friedman were Jewish. So he's like, if anything goes wrong, it makes me easier. It's like easier for me to kill them because you know they're they're probably Jewish. When I was a kid. Not a kid. I was like, well, yeah, I was a kid. I, I was like was 16 or something. There was this one time where I was driving. Maybe I was like 17. I don't know. There was this one time I was driving and um, I was trying to get, I was trying to get out like into a lane and this kid, this other guy who's probably about my age, let me out and then I like waved and he like did the head nod and I, and I was like, oh my god he's in love with me and then i named him jason friedman mm -hmm. and um it just so happened we went home the same way and then i found out where he lived because he maybe lived <laughs> he could have been visiting somebody's house that's true he turned in the driveway and i was like what oh my god you're here i'm here and uh, yeah it was um my boyfriend jason friedman then like, two weeks later, I drove by there again, and there was a moving truck in the driveway. So I think he's gone. Unrequited love. He let me out and did the head nod, you know? He also could be still living here. Like I said, he could have been a friend's house. It's possible. But anyway. Um, so the money that Chevy and Lovelance stole from Jill and Malcolm, they used to buy land. And their plan was to eventually set up a training camp for revolutionaries. As, Cute. as one does. Mm -hmm. uh, January 1996, Chevy remembers how good the Miller family had it. And he's like, I got to go back. Because apparently William had Willie Muller had just come into a $50,000 inheritance. Wait, they robbed him? They went back. W William Muller, right? Yeah, the Would gun dealer. Would you say they were robbing William? Sure. Yeah. I don't think you're allowed to make the joke. You just said last night you've never seen a Robin Williams movie. That was a, that was a joke, too. You thought I was serious? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I followed it up with, yeah, I've never even seen Aladdin. Come on. I was... Uh, That's barely a Robin Williams movie. Also, you know I've seen Hook a lot. A lot. I don't know how many times you've seen it. But you know I've seen it. I thought you knew I was joking. No. I had seen all the movies you listed. Anyway, I thought, my, Man? 
I you didn't list that. Uh, I thought my joke was really great right now. Bicentennial, I mean. No. So yeah, they remember somehow they know William just came into a fifty thousand dollar inheritance. Um, so Chevy returns to the Mueller house, this time not with his dad, but another accomplice named Daniel Lewis Lee, a skinhead nicknamed Cyclops because he'll need one eye. Wow. It's rough. Is it? I assume so. Ah, I assume so. So the pair broke into their, uh, the Mueller's house, which had contained words. Uh, they broke into the Mueller house, William 52, Nancy 28, and Sarah Elizabeth. I didn't write her age for some reason. She was 7 to like 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, William and Nancy were both bound and gagged. Um, and same was done to Sarah. Um, bags were placed over the heads of William and Nancy. And Sarah was tortured. She was like shocked with a cattle prod. So they would, she would be able to like tell um, Chevy and Cyclops where like their money and stuff was hidden. But mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you can't. A kid's not going to know all this information, right? Um, so eventually, they um, died by asphyxiation because there were bags on their heads, and their bodies were placed in a swamp um, and weighed down with rocks, and their bodies would not be discovered until the summer. So this was in January. Mm-hmm. So they were in that swamp for at least like six months. This is in Washington State? No, this is in the Ozarks. Oh, they went to go find them, right? Yeah, they went back. Um, in 1996, the Kehoe family moves to Yak, Montana. The what family? The Kehoe. Oh. Chevy's. Right, right, right. Yak. How do you spell that? Y-A-A-K. Oh. Which is on, like, the Idaho border. Interesting. Um, Isn't he a little old to be living with his family? Yeah, I think it was they're kind of like a clan. They're not all living in the house, oh, but they're... yeah, right. They're some kind of unit. Mm-hmm. Um, so at some point in July of 1996, Chevy... I want to say his name so weirdly just because it looks so weird. Comes to his brother, um, Janie, with an idea to go look for work. This, sure. So the pair drive down to Arizona. Because why not? Arizona, Montana to Arizona. That seems like um there might have been a few jobs in between that area. Mm-hmm. I don't know that they necessarily had to go all the way there. I think they're hiring in multiple states. Yeah, I just don't know what. Unless they were looking for something very specific. I didn't see anything <laughs> mentioned in Arizona of why they were ultimately going there or maybe montana was too cold it was july yeah but they moved there before that i guess um during this drive cheney learns about the murders that um chevy and cyclops committed um because chevy had to sell some of Mueller's guns so they can get cash to continue their drive down to arizona Mm -hmm. um and authorities begin to place some of the stolen guns like with the Kehoes or like noticing that this family used to have these guns and people are that look like Chevy and Cheney are selling these guns. So they're mm-hmm. like starting to put those pieces together while traveling through Ohio. The brothers are see like I don't they're all over the place. Yeah, that's weird. 
Um, the brothers are stopped on suspended plates and a shootout ensues between the brothers and the cops. And the brothers are ultimately able to escape from the authorities. Able? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, and then they're able to find some work in Utah. So they're just... I don't understand. Bouncing. They're, they're taking notes from Israel. I don't really... And they're just bouncing around. I don't really get this, but okay. They're, they're able to find some work in Utah, but Cheney begins to notice more like violent and erratic behavior in his brother. Yeah. Um, but isn't that like the way they were taught also? I don't know if they were raised to be like violent. They were just raised to be like... They were doing a freaking training camp. Yeah, I guess, but like... Don't express that outwardly. That draws attention yeah. to yourself. Um, Chevy admits to his brother that he wants to kill his parents so he can raise their little brothers because he's the oldest of eight, ultimately. So he wants to raise his six younger brothers on his own. And Chaney's like, no, can't can't do that. Chaney's better. Um, so Cheney surrenders to the FBI on June 16th, 1997, and the following day, the FBI go and arrest um, Chevy. Wait, he, he he just says, like, my brother's bad. He's my brother's bad. I was involved in the shootout with these cops in Ohio. Oh, right, the shootout. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. That's dope. Um, Chevy is charged with racketeering, which I still don't really understand what racketeering is. And the three murders of the Mueller family. Mm. I, didn't, I haven't bothered looking at racketeering. I just see it always as a charge and like mob mm. crimes and stuff. Mm. So if, listeners, if you know what that is, send us an email. There's that Jackbox game called Bracketeering. Is that Tellspodcast at gmail.com? I don't know. I don't get any clues from that. Yeah. Is it like betting? No. We'll look it up after this. I don't know. Um... Ultimately, Chevy's brother and mother testify against him. Um, said they weren't told about the murders, like, initially, and that... I know it's not making sense right there. They were, weren't, like, outwardly told about the murders, but obviously Cheney was... suspected it. Cheney was able to get some information from their drive together, and um, his mother would ultimately say, like, I knew, like, all along. Oh, I That's guess not great. a mother knows or whatever. Yeah, and she didn't care. Um, I guess it goes with their uh, mantra because they thought they were Jewish or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that was no, that was the um, the Friedman family, not the Mueller family. Oh, I thought the Mullers were the gun people. The Mullers are the gun people, yeah. But I thought they were the Jews. No, that was oh. Jill and. Oh, my bad. Missing his. Joel and Malcolm Friedman. And he worked for him for a little bit. Yeah, then that was when they were like leaving oh, Missouri. Whoops. All good. Um, Chevy admits to being like saying I was the one that killed Sarah, the, the young daughter of the Mullers, because Danny Lee couldn't. So he was like, yeah, I did it. Danny Lee couldn't. Um, Chevy ultimately would get three life sentences and Danny Lee got the death penalty. Cyclops? Yeah, Cyclops. Wait. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, how is that fair? I don't know. because Probably because Cyclops had like a previous record. Mm -hmm. But um, Cheney got 24 years for the shootout. I think that a death penalty is better. 
Why? Because you like have a time limit or whatever? It's like, do you really want to live 90 years in prison? If I had a choice, I think I would be like, just... Just end it? Just, I don't want to deal with that. Although, some people do good stuff, but a lot of bad happens in prison. I don't know from experience. Do you think there's a difference in how much bad stuff happens in men's and women's? I'd probably say there's a lot less murder in women's prisons. I don't know. I've seen like two scenes of Orange is the New Black. <laughs> oh gosh, another Netflix primary source. There's a lot of lesbian sex. Oh, cool. Never seen it. Lesbian sex or in Orange is the New Black. Um, yeah, so Chevy got three life sentences. Daniele got death penalty. Chaney got 24 years for the shootout he had with police in Ohio with his brother. And again, Daddy Dearest got 44 months for racketeering. I really should have looked racketeering Yeah, you should have. You can do that right now. Yeah, hold on one second. Racketeering, a noun, is dishonest and fraudulent business dealings. And a racketeer attempts to obtain money or property from another person, usually through intimidation or force. So, like, taking the guns and money Mm -hmm. and stuff from that guy. Wasn't that just burglary? Well, no, because he was there. He didn't just, like, sneak in and steal stuff. He was like, give me your guns. Pew, pew. And he didn't shoot them. He did other gross stuff instead. Um, Ultimately, Chevy said that his mom's testimony broke him. He said, what more powerful witness can you put on a stand than a person's mother? He said that it's not my mom up there. It's someone I don't know. My mom wouldn't do this to me. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that his mother was lying on the stand because she feared the U.S. government. Well, I don't know if she feared them as much as hated them. Uh, the judge presiding over the dad's case, Kirby Kehoe, said he wished he could sentence more for <laughs> Kirby's crimes. 20 years for being an all-around bad guy. Yep. Um. And a racist. Yeah. Or, not racist. Well, he's probably racist. White supremacist. So. Yeah. Cheney, the brother, claims that Chevy somehow knew or was involved with the Oklahoma City bombings. Um, there was a like a hotel manager that claims that Chevy and the perpetrator of the Oklahoma City bombings were like in the hotel meeting with each other like a couple days before, and that Chevy told the manager it's like something weird's going to happen in a couple days here. Hmm. Um, but yeah, ultimately that. Bombing killed 168 people and injured 680. Um, and since 2009, Alex Alexis De Luca is uh, Chevy's current partner. In jail. Yeah, it's a, just a fun fact I found online that a male. Alexis, so no. Well, A L E X I S. Yeah. I knew someone in high school whose name was Alexi, and it was a male spelled like that. Yeah, but it was, it's French. It was just a fun fact I saw on wikipedia that that's his current partner did say partner yeah could be alexi he's also into polygamy so i don't know could be alexis but also alexi is spelled like that too and that's it Está todo. wow hmm i want to know what this guy looks like is he online pictures of him yeah probably 
Did you look at him? I think it's all one, one or two pictures. Huh. And probably it's better to look on your computer yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Mullet, this one? Not anymore. Now he's got a shaved head. That's all proper white supremacists do. Ugh. He does not look nice. Oh, no, that's Cheney. Just kidding. Still. Just kidding. Oh, yeah, Cheney got out in, like, 2008. Yeah, but he doesn't look nice either. Neither of them look nice. He looks really sad. Cheney does. He looks like he's... I mean, like, he probably didn't want any really of this life. Really down in life. Wow. He wanted some part of this life, but he didn't want all of it. I'm I'm proud of him for... Writing. Yeah. That was good on him. That was a good story, too. I wonder too. if he lost his, like, family. White supremacy card. Yeah, lost his family <laughs> and stuff because of that. Well, maybe it's for the better. Do you want to go to Crazy Town with me? Silent Hill? No. This is a crazy town. No, it's a crazy guy. But he lives in Crazy Town. Mentally. In South Carolina. Born and raised. Lexington County. That's all I got. playground where I spent most of my days. Uh, I'm pretty sure they didn't sell South Carolina in that. Not even close. Um... Same coast. Different state. South Carolina. Lexington County. Lives a man named Timothy Jones Jr. I always watch you to see if you like have a recollection moment. Where you're like TJJ. Yeah. Um Timothy Jones Jr. Uh but in two thousand fourteen was thirty seven years old. Plus five. Forty two. Huh? It's forty-two now. Okay. What are you trying to? Are you trying to figure I'm out? I'm trying his... to figure out when he was born. I don't. Oh. Know. I can't do that math. That's too hard. It's Friday. It's Friday. So in 2014, he was 37 years old, and he was a computer engineer. Um. 77. Sure. Yeah. 77. And he was. He's the father. He was the father of four children. We got Mara. Age eight, Elias seven. This is all in 2014. Mm-hmm. Elias seven, Nathan, 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 South Carolina, what do you want? <laughs> I'm like, dude, you spelled Nathan wrong, but okay. Uh, age six, Gabriel. Oh wait, I can't count five kids. Gabriel, age two, and Abigail, age one. Many, many children. Not eight, but we have five. One of them was eight, though. Anyway. Mara. So, yeah, Mara. Not Natan. Natan. I feel bad making fun of his name, but it's a really weird, kind of dumb name. Sorry. Okay, so. He's got those five kids. He's 37 years old. That's just... Just keep that in your brain. But let's 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 rewind back time to when he was younger. We could turn back time. Right. March 2001, he was 19 years old. Does that math check out? Sure. What did I say? Like 70... I don't s- remember. 77. Like she tells, tells 14 to 30, he was 37? Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, 
And at this time, he was arrested for possession of cocaine. But it, it there wasn't really any consequences for it. It was just like, and son, don't do cocaine. Because in September of 2001... 2011. <laughs> no. Never forget. In t- September of 2001... Um, he was charged for burglary, car theft, and forged checks. A triple whammy. Um, and he was sentenced to seven years in prison for that. But he was released in January of 2003. It was like a year and a half. Yeah. So I guess, you know, he was okay. On parole or just released? Just released. In 2004, Timothy married a woman named Amber Jones. And they had three kids together, so that would have been their for his first three kids, Mara, Elias, and Nathan. 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 Can I just call him Nathan? Sure. I don't know, man. I don't know what it is. Um, and in 2011, he graduated from Mississippi State University with his computer engineering degree. So. Ole Miss, right? Um, I don't know. After college, they moved to Columbia, South Carolina for work, and um, they were living there. On September 5th, 2011, though, a complaint was made to the Department of Social Services um, because they were worried that the kids weren't being treated very well. On September 16th and September 22nd, the Department of Social Services came to the house, but they were unsuccessful in getting inside. And then on the 29th, they try again, and they successfully come into the home. They see that Amber is pregnant again, homeschooling the kids, but they're all healthy. They're all clean. There's some clutter in the house, but... As, as expected. It doesn't seem to be anything major. They did say, like, hey, clean up your house. So they come back the next day. And they find the house in better condition. The clutter is pretty much gone. They come back a few times after that just to make sure that everything's going okay. They find it like in sort of a uh, a flux. Sometimes it's really dirty. Sometimes it's really clean, then dirty, then clean, then dirty, then clean. Get off their shit. Like whose house is clean 100% of the time? I have people with cleaning people. I don't know. Even then, they don't come all the time, though. It's like Someone must have someone who's there all the time. Rich people. I don't know. Probably like Bill Gates or somebody. I don't know. On October 24th, 2011, the Department of Social Services says the case does not have a lot of substance and that it should not be continued forth. Um, but on one of those visit- the visits before that point, Timothy was hostile towards the caseworker to the point that the police got involved and said that there were a lot of things that needed to be fixed. So they're like, I don't know if we this is even something we should follow or not follow. But after rechecking, at, uh, and in October, after talking about it, they decided that they should just remove the case. So they did. Mm-hmm. In 2012, their son Gabriel was born. And then um, by April 25th, of 2012 
the couple had separated and the children were living with Amber. Uh, but Timothy was not happy with this. He he didn't like the fact that the kids were taken away from These him. These are my kids. So he went and he took the three oldest kids, because at this point there's four. He took the three oldest kids to live with him and his father, so their grandpa. And the Department of Social Services suggested that Amber uh, contact the police and an attorney and try to get the children back. So she went to Mississippi where the grandpa lived mm-hmm. and the grandma lived and she tried to get her kids back, which is not what they suggested. They weren't like, go do- go to the door and go pick up your kids. We're not saying we should go to your husband's house and go pick them up. Yeah. But... Get someone to pick them up for you. But she goes and the grandparents are like, no. Mm-mm. So they don't give up the kids. You're a harlot. We don't want you here. Um, well, actually, uh, his mom was not into their relationship. And I, I say this later, but... So that Amber is not good for him? They said that Amber was not a good um, match for him because at the time when they got married, she, called it. she was homeless. And uh, they thought that she was just like looking... She was a homeless teen and was like looking for somebody to take care of her. Gold digger. Yeah, I don't know how well of a I don't know how well he was doing as a software engineer. Also, what unrelated entirely? There's a fruit fly on my wine. How dare! What? There's another one right here. It's the same one. Oh, I thought you said it was on. in it. What is there between like a sugar baby and a sugar daddy and like a gold digger? A gold digger is usually a woman. Yeah, but so a sugar. Who baby. is doing it for nefarious purposes? A sugar daddy is someone who is giving money willingly a gold digger is looking for it like in a deceitful way mm. and a sugar daddy's like he's happy with it she's happy with it i know a lot about these things are important you looked it up no i just know um <laughs> Right, so she goes to Mississippi to try to get the kids from the grandparents, but they wouldn't give them to her. And at this point, she's also pregnant. Pregante. It's unclear as if it as whether it's her, his or not, because she was also having an affair with a 19-year-old neighbor. It could not be hers. Who knows? <laughs> I like it when you see those posts on Facebook where they're like waiting to see what their sibling is having. They're like, I can't wait to find out if I'm an uncle or an aunt. Mm-hmm. I saw a post the other day, not like somebody of my friends, it was like a post I saw. It was like, why can't we choose our baby's daddies? You do. Hopefully. Anyway, so it might have been Timothy's kid. It might have been the 19-year-old neighbor's kid, which Timothy found out about it and was very upset about it. Um, so he's, you know taking the kids he's really upset about the affair they've split uh also split or like they're just living apart they're not actually divorced i'm not sure i think i don't know it said they separated i don't know that's always been a foggy term to me i don't know your mother and i are getting separated i don't know what it means um also there are also a few people that thought that he had schizophrenia 
So that was an issue that he had, and he started to self-medicate for this and for just anxiety and issues that he was having at the time. But it seemed to make everything worse because when you're, like, you know, mixing your own cocktails, you don't know what you're doing. I know exactly what I'm doing when I mix cocktails. (laughs) Do you? Because uh, there was a lot going on yesterday, and it wasn't great. No? No, it was, like, a lot of just, like, it was, like, it was booze, which is what I needed. Yeah, I call this stress reliever. But it wasn't good. It was like four different boozes. Yeah, it was like not great. I said, there's a lot going on in this cup. That's what I said. That's your cue. Anyway, thank you. I needed booze. Um, he, so he was self-medicating for that. He was also turning to religion to help him with all the issues that were happening. But oh he, my God. But he did not know. He like didn't know how to take religious information. Religion. What? yeah he didn't know how to take the religion that he was studying and apply it to his actual life so he was a little bit confused about that you're just like cool love thy neighbor and he's like fuck you todd no he just was like reading these scriptures and was like but how does this i mean nobody knows what that stuff means it's really hard to read so he's like i don't know what to do here but i know that i should be religious Um, so then attorneys and things get involved and even though he's kind of unraveling, Amber's also kind of unraveling and they're like, okay, well, whatever. They grant temporary custody of the children to Timothy. Mm -hmm. So usually it goes to the mother. Well, she's also like all over the place and having affairs and like not doing well and so what yeah Fuck who you they're want. they're both like just not great i don't think either of them should have the kids but anyway he is granted temporary custody custody oh this answers your question until after they go through with their final divorce and then he's awarded primary custody of the children so screw amber i guess i still got one in the oven fuck you todd uh, no, I think she's born at this point. Right, his name's Todd. Who's Todd? I don't know. There's no Todd in my story. Timothy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Timothy's the main character. T. <clears throat> so he's granted the five kids. Yeah. And one's born now. What? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand how that makes any sense, but... What? It's like... Assumedly, a newborn... Yeah. Needs a mother. That's one. Oh. Still needs a mother. I don't know. Yeah. Similac it is then. I don't know. Um. Okay. Right. So he's got full custody of the five children. And of course, because there's all been all sorts of crap that's been happening, the Department of Social Services is like, okay, I guess we look into this more. And they come to the house a few times to see the five kids. They see that they they don't seem to be afraid of their father or anything. Um, and they seem to be in good health. So they're pretty happy with that. But on August 28th, 2014, uh, Timothy Jones is charged with neglect when he pushes his one-year-old and the four other children out of his car near a Walmart. He's like, I'm not, I can't, there's no fucking parking in this goddamn parking lot. Get the fuck out. Get my shit. 
<laughs> it's like when you go to a restaurant and you're like, you go see how long the wait is. Yeah. Uh, and then by September 2nd. Got, he uh, didn't teach them how to roll. They just. Yeah. On September 2nd of 2014, it's noted that the children are missing from school. Because while Amber was homeschooling them when she had custody of them, when they went over to Timothy, he went and put them in actual school. I'm not saying that homeschooling is not school, but it's Public school. not school in the way I mean. So on September 3rd, Amber reports Timothy and the five children all missing and the police start to look for them. So they are looking and they're like, where the heck is Timothy? Where are the kids? Well... He is in Mississippi missing, missing, visiting his parents. He is in Mississippi, Mississippiing. <laughs> Mississippi, Mississippiing the missus. Mm-hmm. You know, when you Mississippi that missus. So he's in Mississippi visiting his parents, and he's pulled over by the police because he's driving weirdly. I liked how you indicated he pulled off to the side of the road. Yeah, very polite, like. And they come up to his car and they arrest him for a DUI because they smell synthetic marijuana. Mm. Speaking of some... What is that called? Uh, Spike. Spike, yeah. Um, Remember that one time in the hospital? That's what I was going to say. Remember that one time in the hospital? Alex took me to the hospital once because I had an issue with some bleeding out of my face. And... Uh, you got a bloody nose. No, short. Just admit it. Short. Sto- I'll turn a long story short. I got my tonsils out. Didn't go so well. So I was, hemorrhaging. my throat was hemorrhaging. So he took me to the hospital because he was a great friend at the time. We weren't dating, but he took me. And we were sitting, freaking sitting in the waiting room. I had a towel down my throat soaking up this blood. And we're sitting in the waiting room of the hospital. Just sitting there, you know, like. We weren't rushed in or anything like that. And well, there was this... it's like triage. If you're like bleeding out all over the place, they're going to take you in. So you should have pulled it out and let it just... Yeah, but I didn't... <sighs> yeah. But it was like, are you serious? Like, hello, I'm hemorrhaging. Anyway, there's a guy. I think it was a guy. Maybe it was it a girl. Was like, I think it was a girl. I think it was like a... Yeah. And she... Was on some spike. She was not well. How did we find out that it was Spike. I don't know. She was either talking very oh, loudly. Oh, she was talking to me. Oh, she was like, what is going on with you? And then she was like talking to herself some, but she was talking to me. And I was like, what am I supposed to say? I got a, thro- a towel down my throat. Uh, 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 and she was like fascinated with me. And I was like, can we not? And she was like. Oh. <laughs> I stuck this towel down my throat and I can't get it out. And I need help. <laughs> it was, it's an accident. I don't know how it happened. First, I was like pulling scarves out of my throat like a weird magician. And then, and then there was just like a <laughs> towel. I didn't even put that in there. <laughs> the world's worst magician pulls scarves out of his throat. It's like a sword swallower, except for it's like the soft core version of sword swallowing. Well, I mean, sword swallowing is also soft core because they roll up. You just ruined the illusion for me. Do they really? I've seen some that just like roll up. Wow, fascinating. Anyway, Spike. He was arrested for Spike DUI, and they smelled Spike on him. And then they also smelled stinky car. How does that smell different than marijuana? Do you know? Like plastic? I don't know. But they smelled stinky car. Really stinky car. At least for breeze. 
smelled like when we Glade went for a jog the other day. Like death. Decomp. Um, they bring him in for the DUI, but they also are like, well, this guy is reported as missing, so they hold him there to like talk to him and be like, where were you? Where are your kids? Etc. On the first day of being in police custody, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have kids. And then on the second day, he's like, oh, yeah, I have three kids. They're with their mother. Mm-hmm. Then on the third kid, uh, the third kid. On the third kid. On the third day. Santa brought. <laughs> on the third day, he tells the police that he killed all of his children. And he tells the police where they are all buried. Bird. So now let's talk about it. Let's talk about that. Wow, wow, wow. I don't know how the TM. Theme, I don't know how the theme song goes. Is there a TM there, do you think? There should be. Anyway. Can you TM a theme song? No, I mean the phrase. Oh. So, here's the deal. Nathan had been playing with an outlet. And, and a fork. And, it, and Timothy got really upset about this. And, um... What made Nathan do intense physical work that... How old is Nathan? Like eight? No, it's like four. Six. He made him do intense physical work, including a lot of uh, push-ups, sit-ups, and squats. And he had to do it over and over and over. And this like completely exhausted him and he kept making him do it. And this started lead... This led to the his death. Um, when he was brought in, the Emmy said that the cause of death was indeterminable, indeterminable, but it was likely that it was overexertion and it led to his death. Um, what does he mean playing with outlets? Like sticking your finger around it? It's a tiny child. And he's like, look at this thing. Timothy said that he it was an accident that he died from exhaustion and that seeing it happen made him panic. And he, like, unraveled from there. I gotta kill all my other kids. After Nathan died, he left the house to get cigarettes. And on the way home, he said that a gremlin or a demonic-like voice told him to kill the other children. There's gremlins on the wings. What? Twilight Zone movie. Oh. He said that he was worried, based on what this voice said, that the children were going to, quote, kill him, chop him up, and feed him to the dogs. Did he have dogs? I didn't I didn't know that he did, but you know, maybe he did. He's just like, oh god, what dogs? Also, by the way, on September 9th, your birthday, he led them to the bodies. Happy birthday. So he heard this gremlin demon man, and he was like, Okay, I guess I should go kill them. So, so he does have He goes home. Him. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. So he goes home and he kills the other children. By means of. Um, so Nathan died from intense physical work. Mara and Elias were strangled with his hands and Gabriel and Abigail were strangled with a belt. So the other kids were just in the house with a dead body? Uh, yep. Yep. Uh, yep. I think he, like, took them places for a little bit, but, yeah. So, on September... uh, September 9th. 
the day a- oh, okay the day after he murdered all of his children he told the babysitter that he often had that he and the kids were leaving and getting a fresh start somewhere so he was like trying to cover it up and after killing all the kids he wrapped them up in plastic and carried them around in his car hence the stinky smell of the car and while he had them in the car he was like still listening to this demon gremlin voice in his head like telling him you know what he did was right or whatever um, he, according to interviews that came up in the trials, he, like, kind of acted like they weren't even dead. He spoke to them while they were in the car, and he played songs on the radio, and it was like a So they're sitting a normal... in the, they're in the car, not in the trunk? Yeah. Wrapped up. Um. So he's got, like, dissociative identity disorder? Um, I don't think he's a different identity. Well, I think he's just he's... nuts. If he's split, then, like, one version of himself knows they're dead and one version of himself thinks they're still alive. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't know. So, at one point, though, the voices tell him to get rid of the bodies of his kids, but first to cut off the leg of one of his kids. But he told the voices that he couldn't, so he doesn't cut the leg off, but he does dump the bodies in Alabama. Um, Alabama, born and raised. Yeah. Playground spent most of my days. Right. That's how that goes. You got it right this time. Not quite. Uh, so he's showed them where the bodies are. He's not like saying he didn't do it. He's definitely saying he did it. But he said, like, he's not pleading guilt. He said he's done it, but he's not pleading guilty because he's using the insanity plea. Mm-hmm. Can you do that? That's when you admit to something. Can you just be like, I mean, I did it, but I'm insane, so. Well, but, like, he was like, the voices told me to do it. Like, he knows it happened, but he doesn't feel like he was in control of it. Like, I don't know. So the court finds that he does have schizophrenia, um, but he does know right from wrong. And so... Um, insanity doesn't work insanity plea is kind of out the window because he's mentally unstable and there's voices in his head but he knows that like death and killing his kids is wrong so he is sentenced to the death penalty um so uh he probably i mean he had like the psychiatric issues for a while but there was just they diagnosed it was yeah he was treating it himself as much as he could and there was just you know there was just a psychotic break and that was it it all went downhill from there um the babysitter who apparently had a sexual relationship with him said that timothy jones seemed depressed about having so many kids when he didn't want that many and that he often turned to liquor and she said that one time she saw Nathan break a window. I guess Nathan is, like, getting into things he shouldn't. Bummer. But she saw Nathan break a window, and Timothy responded by whipping him and making him stand in the corner on his tippy toes all day. Face in the corner? I, I don't. Like the, Blair, like the Blair Witch would make you do? I don't know. Um, Tim Jones Sr., said by the time his son was on trial, he didn't even really recognize him anymore. 
Um, he said he was supposed to see his grandchildren the day they went missing and that he had numerous times tried to give his son advice and guidance, including marrying, not, not marrying Amber, like I said. Um, yeah, but it's like Amber didn't cause the split. Well, she, she had that affair and then, and they split and got divorced and kept, she was like trying to take the kids away. Which he says he doesn't want, but at the same time, you don't want someone to be like, you can't have these kids, right? So I'm not saying it's her fault at all. Don't get me wrong. But, like, some people think that, like, that the affair and everything made him... Break. At least helped, you know, made more cracks in the dam, holding it all back. Um, so he said, don't marry Amber, Blah, blah, blah. But Tim Jones was like, no, this is the perfect wife because I want her to be subservient and whatever. And she just wasn't. But he had this vision in his mind that she was going to do, do everything that he wanted. Um, Tim Jones Sr. wanted to get his son to, like, confess to everything and own up to everything. So he was trying to make his son mad during his interview on trial to, like, get the truth out of him. And when he gets really, eventually he gets really upset and he goes, I could kill you and gestures to choking his dad and then starting to cry. So it's like, okay, this guy's not great. Um, And Timothy Jones Jr. always said that he wanted, like his, his goal in life was that he wanted to be a better father than his dad because he and his mom had this toxic relationship where they were often violent to each other and there was a lot of heavy drinking. So he just wanted to be a better dad than him um timothy jones's ex-girlfriend crystal watched the kids after amber so like after they split she was often there watching the kids and she said that he often beat the children for the smallest things um she also said he knew what was right and what was wrong he knew about god and what you should do in life i don't know what what you should do in life means um, and then the trial that took place in May 2019 took over two days, but came out as guilty for five verdicts of murder for the five children. And at this point, we're still awaiting the sentence, the actual sentence, because like I said, he was charged with, he was sentenced to death. He was like, there's that weird indictment versus mm-hmm. sentence thing, whatever he was, they want the death penalty. They're waiting to see if it's time or the death penalty. He'll but take the deal or... he is guilty of five counts of murder for the five different children because he knew what was wrong and what was right. And that's the ongoing trial of Timothy Jones Jr. Have an update in the next couple of weeks? Maybe. Yeah, it could be like two years from now. Who knows? Yeah, right? Um. So, yeah. Episode 18. Unfortunately, we don't have a Strange Things folks at her. No. Um, you know how we could solve that issue? Write-ins. Scientistpodcast at gmail.com. Please write us. Let us know what you've overheard. Yeah. Also, check us out on patreon.com slash sad tales podcast if you want to be a patron and hear supernatural tales which you heard last week and if you liked it and you want to keep hearing it 
is where you go. Check us out on our other socials at Sad Tales Podcast for Instagram and Twitter. And you can also find Sad Tales Podcast on Facebook. Just give us a follow or a like over there. I'm not sure which one is currently set up for our page, but I don't know how Facebook works. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, another fun fact, R. Kelly got uh, charged again with tr- possession of child pornography. What? Today? Well, like today or like a couple days ago. Wow. No, he's not a great guy. That's... Oh. R. Kelly. Rip. In everyone's mind. Alright, so that'll do us for episode 18. Episode 19 coming at you next week, and then episode 20 will be... You're really great at counting, thanks for this. A big one. But we could use more listens, so tell a friend or a foe or anyone you know. All right. See you then.